5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Hello everybody, welcome to a new week and uh, we're going to just jump into doing some more songs that uh, we'll be listening to the cultural prophets to find out what we can learn. And uh, since we yesterday at uh, Tabor Church, we did a Brandy Carlisle song, The Things I Regret. Um, we're actually going to go right into another Brandy Carlisle song just because it was on um, my mind uh, during this process of going through the message uh, on Sunday. Um, so we're going to go to her, her newest album, um, 2021, and... And this uh, album is called In These Silent Days. And so you know 2021, the context, right? We're looking at it. There's still quite a bit of strife going on, things happening. And you're looking at some pandemic issues still. Um, And so that's some of the silent days, I think, in, in reference to. And so then you get this song called Sinners, Saints, and Fools. Now, I think, I mean, in this one, I mean, as I mentioned on Sunday, if you heard or didn't hear, but, you know, Brandy has lots of different uh, contexts, lots of spiritual content in her songs. Um, And so as we do hear this song, it's also pointing out some of the things where religion and spiritualities um, can go wrong. So... It starts off, where the winds of change were blowing, there lived a God-fearing man. He was turning through his Bible when he came up with a plan. He painted up a sign, held it high above his head, waved it proudly in the air, and this is what it read. You can't break the law. There are reasons for the rules. I keep things safe here for everyone, the sinners, saints, and fools, the poor and huddled masses who are hungry and afraid. You gotta do it by the book, and there'll be no exceptions made. So as you can see here, there's, you know, the reference for kind of the, the, you know, bringing in um, the idea of these God-fearing people who then, you know, they're creating plans, (laughs) and their plans usually mean signs, and they're going to go out there and hold up a sign above their head, um, and it's going to be the things that they are against, right? So don't break the law. There's reasons for the rules, right? We keep everything safe here, the sinner, saints, and fools. And then you get this reference to, right, the poor and huddled masses, which goes to country, right? And this is where we find lots of difficulty come in when you get country and you get religion, right? Especially as we're looking at Christianity, So you get Christianity, you get politics, and a lot of times people have blended these two together where they're almost, uh, you know, you, you can't tell the difference between them. You know, that politics has become religion, and religion has become politics. And so when you get these, this idea, right, that you get the, the poor and huddled masses who are coming here, just like the Statue of Liberty says, and yet there's people who are like, but they're not coming the way that our people came, right? They came a different way, and I don't like when people do it a different way. And so what do we do? They... they 
take their religion and they take their politics and they try to be able to line it all up together, right? We can't break the rules. There's no rule breaking. You're not allowed to rule break. <laughs> and I think when we stand on the the religiosity of our own uh, like steps and purposes and plan, like, you know, I mean, it, it's very pharisaical. Right. This is what the Pharisees did. This is like, if you're not doing it our way, you're not doing it anyway. Right. So you are bad if you do it any way other than our way. And this is the where it's become increasingly difficult in our day. Right. And it's not it's not the first time. But when religion and politics get wound up together, it gets really hard when you start to then speak towards a religious thing and somebody's like, oh, well, you hate this political party. No, no, we're, we're talking about Jesus and we're talking about the, the things of Jesus. And if you think that it's a, you know, this, and this is for me in particular, I don't, I'm not talking about politics, I'm talking about Jesus. And, and I think if the things of Jesus, is as Jesus followers, like, Jesus is going to offend us sometimes. And as I have I've mentioned a hundred times and said, if you haven't been offended by Jesus or the Word of God over, <laughs> um, over your years of following Jesus, then chances are you're not following Jesus and you're not in the Word. Because God's Word's going to offend us. It's going to offend us in different cultures. It's going to offend us in different ages and stages, right? And and if your politics are not the one that's being, you know, offended, right, then you've probably wound your politics up with your religion way too much, and you need to cut it out. There is no political party that is a party of the Christians, Listen to me when I say that, because I'm going to say it louder, and I'm going to say it again. There is no political party that is a party of Christians. We cannot continue to try to blend these two together and somehow feel like we're um, the righteous ones. And so I think where Brandy here in this song is trying to be able to pull out some of the hypocrisy... Um, the hypocrisy that's found in being able to say, hey, we're going to follow this um, for the sake of our political party wanting to f- us to follow this part, right? And this one have to do with uh, immigrants, right? With asylum seekers, with people. Um, and, and she here was, was talking not um, about the current you know, Latin American country asylum seekers, but the ones from Syria and Afghanistan. They were trying to come over and we were telling them, no. You're not allowed. And even the ones that found their way over, then we would call them illegal. And we would say, you have no place or purpose. And yet God's Word tells us all kinds of places about the immigrant, the refugee, the one seeking asylum and refuge. If we are turning our backs on them as followers of Jesus, then we are picking and choosing what we're going to listen to. And then they go to and they would pull out these things like Romans 13, we've got to listen to the government, right? (laughs) Except it's like, but we're going to pick and choose where we want to listen to the government too. So it's very just 
we have to be able to look at things always first from a Jesus perspective as Jesus followers. If we're not looking at things from a Jesus perspective, then we are missing out on what Jesus is doing. So I want you to be able to consider the ways in which, I mean, and and nobody's perfect in this. Nobody has been perfect. I've never seen a perfect person, you know, walk this line in a perfect way other than Jesus. But we have to be able to question when our politics and our religion continue to wind themselves up so closely that we don't know the difference between them. So I want you to think about it, process it, and instead of first lashing out, we first consider, what is Jesus trying to tell us today? Is Jesus trying to be able to get us to be more pharisaical? (laughs) Yes, I laughed. No, he's not. Follow Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Let's let Jesus show us the way. All right, everybody, we're going to end there. (laughs) 